is the art of charm. Learn everything you need to know to crush it in business, love, and life. Today we're talking with my friend John Lee Dumas. We're going to talk about his new product, Freedom Journal, a book that helps you achieve a big goal within 100 days. Proceeds of this book go to Pencils of Promise, one of my favorite charities. We're going to talk about why using a book instead of just telling somebody like your significant other about your goals and progress actually achieves that more quickly. We're going to talk about smart goals and each element thereof. And, of course, we're going to talk about how I apply this in my own life here at The Art of Charm. So enjoy this bonus episode with John Lee Dumas. Welcome, everybody, to The Art of Charm. I'm Jordan Harbinger. The Art of Charm brings together the best thought leaders, teachers, and exceptional individuals to teach you how to be a top performer in life, love, and at work. Imagine having a mix of experienced mentors teaching you their expertise, packing decades of research, testing, and tough lessons into a curriculum. We may not have all the answers, but we definitely have all the questions. Make sure to stay up to date with The Art of Charm and get some great stuff that we can't share on the show by signing up at theartofcharm.com. There we'll email you our fundamentals toolkit that covers topics like body language and nonverbal communication, persuasion, business networking, public speaking, negotiation, and a whole lot more. I'm also doing regular videos with drills and exercises to help you move forward every single week. We've also got our live programs running every week here in Los Angeles, California. In fact, we've got guys from all over the world, which shows that no matter where you are, you can make it here if you want to learn and grow. Get in touch ASAP by phone or email me, jordan at theartofcharm.com, to get some info from us now so you can plan ahead. Looking forward to meeting you here at AOC. I also want to encourage you to join us in the Social Capital Challenge at theartofcharm.com slash challenge or text CHARMED to 33444. This challenge is all about improving your social capital and inspiring more people to develop a personal and professional relationship with you. This will make you a better networker and it will make you a better connector. Theartofcharm.com slash challenge or text charmed to 33444. All right, on to the show. So first of all, welcome back on the show. I, I looked at our last show and it was over a year ago. It's nuts. I, that's so mind-blowing to me. Like when I have guests on and I look at them and I say, you were on a thousand episodes ago. And yeah. It's just like so mind-blowing. Yeah. I mean, I don't remember the episode number, but I looked at the date and I was like, holy cow, this is this was recorded over a year ago because by the time I record and air something, it's already been a month or so. And I thought when you had the Freedom Journal, I was like, oh, but I, I just had you on a little while ago. And then I looked and it was not recent at all. And uh, it's funny because even back then, you were crushing it. And, and this book is cool because this Freedom Journal, at first I was very skeptical, but we can get into that. And In fact, <laughs> first of all, tell us what it is before we dive too deep and people get confused. No, I'd love to. First, I would like to kind of point back to uh, when we first talked, a little quick side story. My favorite part of that, Jordan, of our talk when we had that interview on your show over a year ago was that after the interview got done, you, know, you actually kind of made the comments to me, which is still kind of stuck with me. You said, you know, John, like, wow, like you actually like have a little more depth than I ever would have guessed. Because, you know, my show is so formatted and so regimented and doesn't leave a ton of room for like the awesome flexibility you have in your show. So I don't, I don't think you thought that I could go somewhere like off script. And I was kind of proud when you kind of acknowledged the fact that I was able to do a little bit. And, and yeah. I think that just came with, you know, the reality of now doing over 1200 episodes, which is kind of a, the segue into your last question, which was about the Freedom Journal, because I've done so many of these interviews that I keep getting questions from people all the time that just say, John, what is the secret to Jordan's success? What is the secret to your guest success? Like, what's that silver bullet? 
And I would always cringe at that question because you know this, Jordan, there's no such thing as an overnight success. I mean, everybody is 10 plus years in the making across the board and so many different levels. I mean, it took me a decade to even think of the idea for EO Fire, but all that 10 years went into the creation of what is now EO Fire and the whole business behind it. And so I always cringe that question, just always replied, you know, hey, it's hard flipping work. That's yeah. the reality. That's what their secret to success is. But stepping one step back from that, I did kind of give us some thought and I said, man, one commonality that all of my guests do have, the Jordans of the world, is that they know how to set and accomplish goals. And my listeners, Fire Nation, who are struggling right now, they don't know how to set and accomplish goals. And again, this was back in early 2015 of January. And I said, what can I do to maybe fix that gap, fill that void, so to speak? And the idea of an actual physical product came into mind because I've, you know, have these great online communities, but I've never done anything that was physical that people could hold in their hands. And I just kind of had that desire to do that. So that was the idea for the Freedom Journal. You know, again, it was birthed a year ago back in January 2015. And it's kind of crazy now to be holding it in my hand, yeah. having gone through the whole process. I thought about this, too, because I thought John Lee Dumas is a super digital guy, right? Why is this a book that got mailed to me? When this arrived with shrink wrap, I was like, oh, he's not kidding. This is an actual book because I didn't really expect that. I know you said it was a physical product. I guess I was expecting like a workbook that was kind of floppy that you could, you know, fold up and roll in your back pocket like a news. I don't know what I was expecting, but I certainly wasn't expecting. I'm looking at this like hardcover, gold-edged First of all, I brought it to a restaurant this morning for breakfast, and um, there was somebody who made a comment that they thought it was like a Bible, and they were like, oh, you bring that with you everywhere, huh? And I was like, the good book or something, and I was like, oh, it's it's my friend's journal, and they were like, oh, never mind. It, it could be used as a murder weapon, let's be honest. Yeah, it's got pretty sharp pages, sharp edges, but it looks like a Bible, except it says Freedom Journal, and... At first, I thought, what's the point of the extra expense in creating something that looks like this? But then it occurred to me, and tell me if I'm on the right note here, if you don't have something that is legit looking and feeling and heavy duty, it doesn't take on the gravitas that setting and achieving a goal should have because you're like, oh, this is some chicken scratch I keep in Evernote. It's not the same as... I've got to open this up. It's on my headstand or nightstand. I've got to write in it before I get up and do the day or at night or whenever you use it. It's something that you keep around that you see. It's not something that you have. Like It's not a friggin' app. Nailed it. And by the way, gravitas, I just kind of took that into my vocabulary. I love that word. It's amazing. But that's exactly what it is. It's because I knew that, hey, it's January 2015, back when I had the idea. You know, In a month, I could have a fillable PDF or some kind of app that was out there. But it wouldn't work. It would get lost in the whole just flux of the world that we live in. Because, I mean, we know we have this bright, shiny object syndrome everywhere. And I didn't want that to happen. I said, this can really be a game changer for so many people if I do it right. And it's going to be painful to do it right because I've never done a physical product. I've never written a book. I don't have those skills. So I had to get out there, find the team. I had to find the illustrator, the designers, the people that actually, by the way, went to China, traveled to China, this team that speaks Mandarin, found the right manufacturing plants, got like 25 different versions of this printed and, and everything you can imagine to get the perfect version that you know we finally settled on after months and months. And then to actually pony up the almost 150K to get 20,000 of these copies printed, to get on a slow boat here back to the U.S. I mean, it was such a process, but I knew that this is the way it had to happen because if people didn't have this 
journal that they were honestly proud of that they could just kind of, like you said, take to a restaurant and have on the table or have on their nightstand or just have somewhere where they can say, hey, this is something that number one, I'm proud of to actually have owned and to have invested in. Like, I'm really impressed by that fact that I've gone ahead and invested in myself with this. But it's my accountability partner as well because it's there. Like I see it physically, this block on my desk every single day that's saying, hey, you haven't set and accomplished your number one goal today. What are you doing? And that's why we went physical. Yeah, I like that idea. But first of all, the idea of having a book to help us stay motivated is good because you could just put this on the nightstand and forget about it. But something with this appearance, it's less likely to be that way. How do you avoid or how do you teach people to avoid doing just that, putting it on the nightstand and then it's like a thing that collects dust and makes you feel guilty. It's the stand-up paddleboard of books, of goal-setting <laughs> books, right? All right, people are going to have to go back and listen to the episode of you on EO Fire to, uh, to get that joke, but uh, I have a stand-up paddleboard, guys, that I never use. So It's, it's nice and new if you're looking, at, if you're on the market for a stand-up <laughs> paddleboard. Love it. So, I wanted the Freedom Journal to be different. And one thing that I continuously have done over my 1,200 plus episodes on EO Fire is I've used the word focus, follow one course until success. Like I love that acronym. Like when I'm at conferences, people come up to me and they say, John, focus, follow one course until success. Like it's kind of been one of the things and taglines that I've kind of become known for a That's little cool. bit. And, and I knew from the very beginning that, hey, if I'm going to stay true to my brand and also give my audience, Fire Nation, the opportunity to actually do something, it can't just be like this, okay, this is going to be a journal that you put entries in and you know you, you give an affirmation every day and make yourself feel better. Like Those journals are powerful and people crush it with that for sure. But I said, this is going to be the freedom journal. Set and accomplish your number one goal in 100 days. It's not set and accomplish all of your goals. It's not no time horizon. It's specifically one goal in 100 days. That is the pledge and the promise of the Freedom Journal. And because it's so clearly defined, Jordan, as one goal in 100 days, I will guide you throughout the book to accomplish that. I really believe that people that start will finish. Why use a book instead of just telling your significant other about your goals and having them sort of keep you accountable or having an accountability buddy? Life happens. Life happens. We have priorities that jump up. You know, we have that next weapon of mass distraction that just comes crashing in. You know, you and me both, Jordan, we travel. I mean, I'm away from Kate for long periods of time when I'm going to speak at different conferences. I lose touch with my accountability partners because we have different schedules and traveling. So I wanted something that was an inanimate object that was just there. And that guess what? was kind of a pain in the butt to, to carry around and to travel. Like I didn't want it to be some cute little thing you could slide in your back pocket. Like I wanted it to be a part of the process. Like, okay, on my packing list, I have to actually put an account for the Freedom Journal because it's going to take up like the size of a toiletry bag. Yeah, that's true. You have to like make the decision. And now a quick message from our newest sponsor. Remember, supporting our sponsors is the best way to support the show. That's right. AJ, did you know socks, tees, and underwear are the three most requested clothing items in homeless shelters? I had absolutely no idea. Bombas knows, and they're doing something about it, making ridiculously comfortable versions of all three and donating one for every item sold. With all the clothing brands out there, it's nice to find some basics that don't just feel good, but do good too. 
That is completely amazing. And that's why we're so excited to be working with our newest sponsor, Bombas. To date, Bombas, one purchase equals one donated commitment, has helped customers donate over 100 million essential clothing items to people facing homelessness. That's a lot of good done by people just buying the Bombas they wear every day. Visit bombas.com slash charm and use code charm for 20% off your first purchase. And once you try Bombas, you'll know why so many people have purchased and donated so many. The comfort geniuses at Bombas work tirelessly to make your everyday things your favorite things. Whether there's an arch-supporting sock that feels like it was sculpted to your foot, a buttery soft tee with no itchy tag, or underwear that feels like nothing while supporting everything. The best part, AJ, Bombas has a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you got the wrong size, your dog chews up your socks, or a pair vanishes in the washing machine, and you know they will, it's easy to get a free return, exchange, or replacement. There's nothing worse than when Puppers gets a hold of my favorite Bombas athletic socks. They're precision engineered for being active with sweat wicking power, impact cushioning, blister defense, and no annoying toe seams that get between you and your goals. I try to limit my essential purchases to one time a year, and I was so pumped to know that Bombas has my underwear, socks, and tees needs completely covered. I have been loving the soft underwear and tees here in Medellin. Ready to get comfy and give back? Head over to bombas.com slash charm and use code charm for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash charm and use code charm at checkout. Johnny, we know if you listen to the show, you are driven. In fact, we're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to recent Indeed survey. We have hired a lot of team members over the last 17 years. Going through endless resumes, well, that's a time sink. But you know what else is a time sink? Interviewing endless people because they're all gonna give you the best face forward. That's why we love Indeed, leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every single day. Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash charm. Just go to indeed.com slash charm right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash charm. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. One thing that I thought of is your accountability buddy. Like you said, life happens. You do get distracted. But... I've tried to do this before with accountability people or like, hey, I'm going to play squash every day with my friend John. And then 
John's like, oh, my knee hurts today. And then I'm like, oh, that sucks. That's a bummer. So I don't play squash that day. Maybe I go to the gym on my own because I want to, you know, keep the momentum going. And then four days later, I'm like, hey, how's your knee? And they're like, yeah, we're not playing squash anymore. I'm over it. And and that happens a lot, even with highly motivated people. So not only are you dealing with your own sort of distractions, your own motivation or lack thereof, but now you've got this other person with all of the distractions in their life and then their work ethic or lack thereof. So it's a problem because it's so much easier, just from my personal experience, it's so much easier to crap out and quit something when the other person doing it with you has already done it. It's like permission. Well, no one's going to judge me because John already quit. So whatever. <laughs> I'm going to check my Facebook now. And then you, that's the You end. already won because you, you did it four more days than John. Yeah, it becomes a competition. But this book isn't giving up. It's just going to stare you in the face empty if you don't use it. And that's going to make you feel awful. It has gold, you know, leaf on the pages. So, I mean, it, it, the sunlight hits it and it will blind you. I mean, right. it is not going away. Your failure, your life, your <laughs> unachieved goals will blind you, literally. <laughs> no, remember, goal. Goal, singular. Goal, yeah. yeah. So, okay, why just one goal instead of multiple things over the span of 100 days? Well, I think this is kind of where we can start to maybe get into where most people go wrong when they set goals, is yeah. they just get really vague about it. They say especially around January, you know, which is a time when we just got done with Christmas and having an unbelievable new year, hopefully for most people is, Hey, we say, Hey, I'm going to lose, I want to lose weight. I'm going to lose some weight. Now what happens February, March comes and you haven't really lost any weight because you haven't really set an actual goal. And that's why with the freedom journal page one, the first thing that you do is actually set a smart goal. And you know, I love acronyms from that word focus. Yeah, you sure do. SMART is specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, time-bound. So your goal has to have those five attributes. Otherwise, A, it's not a SMART goal, and B, you likely won't accomplish it because it doesn't have those five attributes. Now, all of those attributes are incredibly important in and of themselves, but they together they kind of make that recipe for success. So I won't even let people get into the first day of their goal until they've set a smart goal. Because likely if they failed in the past with setting goals and they haven't accomplished or achieved them, it's because they haven't set a smart goal in the first place. So that is absolute step one with the Freedom Journal. I teach you how to set that specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-bound goal before you even start in the accomplishment of that goal. I want to talk about each of these points because when I first read about smart goals, I was like, ah, B-school buzzword. Who gives a crap? This is for like people who work at Walmart corporate headquarters and they have like a PowerPoint with this on it. And I'm just, ugh, you know, but so of course what I did, I did like what a lot of entrepreneurs do is I'm going to figure this crap out on my own. I don't need this knowledge. And of course, anytime anything works, it generally follows this pretty closely. So I'd love to talk about specific because this is the one where people are like, well, duh, it's got to be specific, obviously, but the rest of them are, are sort of less obvious and they do follow. So if we can go through what the smart points are, I think there's discussion there. So for me, and again, I think we can kind of stick with this whole weight thing because, you know, there's not many people in this world that haven't at some point been like, you know, hey, I want to lose weights. Like it just, it happens you're a human being, you know, unless you have these like freak genes or you're like Michael Phelps who's swimming seven miles a day, like you're going to want at some point in your life likely to lose weight. So that's where people start and they just say, hey, I want to lose weight. So you're actually doing pretty good by step one, which is specific because you're saying exactly what you want to do. I do want to lose weight and that is specific. But unfortunately, you miss the other four key attributes yeah, yeah. that are absolutely critical. So let's get into measurable. 
Well, what does actually accomplishing a goal look like for you? And let's just, again, use a, an example, which I think would be reasonable. Say, say you want to lose 20 pounds in these 100 days. So now you said, hey, I want to lose weight. I want to lose 20 pounds. So now that goal is actually measurable. You know now what success looks like to you at the end of that journey. And then we move into attainable. Well, you can go online. You can do a lot of good research. It's very, it's at your fingertips via Google. You can find out if your goal is actually attainable for your height, for your weight, for your sex, whatever it might be. Is losing 20 pounds in 100 days attainable? Will be losing 100 pounds in 100 days for like you or me, Jordan, be attainable? No. No. Then we'd be under 100 pounds and <laughs> we'd be nothing. So <laughs> it kind of needs to check that block. So is losing 20 pounds in 100 days for you personally, is that attainable? And that it, the answer to that question is yes, it's likely attainable if you're legitimately overweight. And that's why I love to say to people, listen, like this Freedom Journal is not going to have you walk on the moon in 100 days because that's not an attainable goal. So go through the process. So then it gets to become irrelevant. And this is something that a lot of people skip over. And I have kind of a different example after we use the weight one that'll be good for you and I, Jordan, being podcasters. But for, let's say, this person that's looking to lose weight, well, is it relevant to them? Well, heck yeah, for most people, because they want to look better, they want to feel better, they want to be more healthy, all of those things. So it's likely a relevant goal for them as well. So that block is checked. And then time-bound, that's where you're guaranteed with the Freedom Journal, because I am time-bounding you to 100 days. You have those 100 days, and Parkinson's Law is a great law that states tasks will expand to the time allotted. But let's kind of quickly just circle back to relevant real quick in an example yeah. for podcasting. I get people all the time, Jordan, in Podcasters Paradise. They come up and they say, hey, John, like I want to launch my podcast in 17 days or however long they give themselves. And they say, I'm going to be working a couple hours a day, like really building up my Pinterest board. And I said, well, listen, Pinterest works for a lot of people. It's a good social media platform. But if you're looking to launch a podcast and that is your focus, that goal of building up a Pinterest board right now is not as relevant as it should be. Like your goal needs to be actually focused on the creating and launching of that podcast. That Pinterest board can come down the line, but stay relevant, stay with that first goal. And then, hey, when you come to the next goal, you can add in that social media platform that you want, you know, fill in the blank. So that's kind of an example of where people mess up with relevancy because they don't take the time to say, does this even really matter to what I'm doing? And if your goal is to create and launch a podcast, you know, forget about Pinterest for now. Relevant is actually my favorite point of smart because it's the one that probably it's just the one I was the worst at, but I also see other people doing that exact same thing. My favorite one is kind of like Twitter followers or social media because well, you've got a quote in the Freedom Journal, our greatest fear should not be failure, but of succeeding at things in life that don't really matter. And if you just sort of zoom way in on your business or your goals for your business, social media is one of the chief culprits because it's this cool vanity thing and you can be like, look how many Twitter followers I have. But then when you start to test it for conversion and sales or listenership to your podcast, you realize, wow, I need like 100,000 Twitter followers to get 10,000 new listeners. It's just... You could spend years getting there, or you could work on something else. And I see people setting goals just to see forward motion with zero impact. And Twitter's kind of a classic example of that. And there's such a law of diminishing returns there. You see people like, you know, God bless their souls, like Tim Ferriss and, and these people have massive Twitter followers, and they still don't get any kind of legitimate engagement on Twitter. And like, if they're not, what makes us think that we can? I mean, there's just this massive law of diminishing returns. And Jordan, 
I'm sure that when you tried to pay, you know, for your breakfast this morning with your clout score, that um, you, they they accepted it right away. Yeah, They're yeah, all- they were. You know, you've worked on something not that relevant when you're trying to appeal to a mass audience and people still don't know what the hell you're talking about. For example, podcasting was like that when you and I kind of started a few years ago. Yeah. They would go, "Hey, you know." What do you do? And you're like, well, do you know what a podcast is? And a years ago, maybe 60% would go, mm, no, what is that again? Or I've heard of that. Now people go, yeah, man, even when they're like 60. So that's a good sign. But yeah, when you have to explain to people, like clout score, that's never going to be a thing that you can lean on because the only people that know what it is are people who are heavily into the tech and social media Circle And so having a relevant goal of bringing that up, unless you know that it's going to convert for you in some other way and make a big difference for you, is not relevant. And my other old issue where I saw this book being helpful for entrepreneurs is measurable because this sounds so obvious, but my old issue was I kind of never knew when the goal was accomplished because I wasn't maybe specific enough, but it was like build social media following, you know, instead of (laughs) – X number with of this, X number of that. So I would just keep doing it. And since I didn't really know what else to do in my business, I just kind of kept working on things that I knew I was working on. And you see that the, the classic example is, well, I printed business cards and I made T-shirts and we've got our banner logo ready to go and we've got a sign for the door. And it's like, did you order the inventory of the product you're going to sell in the store? <laughs> oh, no, we're, no still, we're still working on that. You know, we have to get funding and stuff. And I think I gave this example on your show. My friend's a venture capitalist and he said one of the chief mistakes he sees is people will spend $100,000 on a website, but they don't have a prototype yet of whatever product they're making. That sinks the ship. So having something measurable and attainable will will make it so that you actually have something that you can sink your teeth into and then the rest of these things fall into play. Lennon and McCartney, Jagger and Richards, Watson and Crick, AJ and Johnny. What about the perfect duo when it comes to growing your business? Well, that's you and Shopify. That's right, Johnny. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launcher online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million order stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. From their all in one e commerce platform to their in person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I love about Shopify is how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. In fact, Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Shopify removes the guesswork with built-in tools that help you create, execute, and analyze your online marketing campaigns. And sign up today for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash charm. Go to shopify.com slash charm now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash charm. You've got quarterly reviews in here as well. Why is that important? I mean, can't we just do the step-by-step, day-by-day? What's the purpose of the quarterly review? 
Yeah, absolutely. And actually, the quarterly reviews come after the the next step in line. So let me kind of even back up to that a little bit, because after you set that smart goal, you are now going into the day and the night. And that's where on the left hand side, I have very specific tasks to complete every single day and the same wrap up every single night. But 100 days is still a good number of days. Like that's a legit number of days. And that can be daunting for some people being like, wow, man, that's over three months away. So we have to break it up into bite-sized chunks. And you know, like that famous quote, how do you eat an elephant? Well, it's one bite at a time. So I broke up those 100 days into 10 10-day sprints. So the very first thing you do before you even start your day is you set that first micro goal of 10 days with a 10-day sprint. So guess what? Every 10th day, you're getting not only 10% close to your goal, but you're accomplishing something. And what is that doing? That's building momentum. So on day one, day 10, day 20, et cetera, you're setting these 10-day micro goals that you are accomplishing at the end of those 10 days because that's what those 10 days in between are for is to accomplish those micro goals, taking that chunk, getting you closer to accomplishing that number one goal overall. So those micro goals are part building up. Now, the reality is, you can't just always be looking forward in what you're doing. And that's what those sprints are doing. You're looking forward to the end of that 10-day sprint. So I also implemented these 25-day quarterly reviews. So every 25 days, there's a whole section where you do a quarterly review of yourself. It's kind of like when we were in high school and college, like we got, had to get report cards over the last semester. Well, this is your personal report card of yourself because you got to be honest. Hey, what's working? What's not working? Where am I really kind of being the clog in this system? Where am I you know, really succeeding and doing well. Like I want to, number one, definitely emulate my successes for the future, but also avoid the mistakes that I made in the past. So this is exactly what that's about. This quarterly review is key to say, hey, this is where I'm struggling. This is where I'm winning. Let's do a little less of this and a little more of that coming up in the future. So at day 25, 50, and 75, you're doing a very honest assessment so that you can pivot, adjust, do what needs to happen for you to continue to move forward towards that 100-day goal. Can we turn regular goals into SMART goals? And what I mean by that is what if I'm already 30 days into a goal and I didn't really know about the SMART thing and it's going okay, can I convert that or do I need to start over? Can I adapt my goal to work with the journal or do I have to wait till I have something new? You can absolutely on the fly just say, hey, let's now identify what this goal is that I've set. Let's add the attributes that I've missed. And now let's set some micro goals coming up to see how this new goal, this now SMART goal is acting, as well as some quarterly reviews every 25 days or so to see, again, what's working and what's not. And you can absolutely continue to move forward from wherever you are right now. I think that's important because I'd say many successful people already have goals. Like I'm learning Chinese, but if I wanted to convert that into smart, I'd have to implement, you know, learn characters per month, schedule a time to do it in the morning when my brain is fresh, which I already do, and set maybe some sort of mini goals like, okay, I need to be able to read certain levels or get to a certain chapter in my textbook by this point and reward myself at the end by heading to China. And I did some of that, but I didn't do all of that. And I think that once I started to go, okay, I need X number of hours per month, and I have things to remind me, it started learning much faster. And I unfortunately learned the hard way when I ended up going through Chinese for like a year, and I got an email from my Chinese teacher online, and she's like, your package is about to expire. And I'm like, how? I've got 27 more lessons. And she's like, yeah, you didn't really use them because <laughs> you spaced them out such that it would be impossible to use them in the allotted time. And I was like, that's an amateur ass mistake that I just made. I should have looked way ahead and figured out 
how to do this and make it actually attainable, and I didn't do that, so I ended up having to pay for lessons I didn't use, which is a bummer, but actually taught me that, oh my gosh, you can't avoid this. You might think you don't need SMART goals, but actually, if you're doing it right, you probably have a SMART goal that you haven't written out yet, and if you're doing it wrong, it's probably because you let one of these points go thinking, well, it doesn't need to be totally like that because this is a unicorn goal that's special and doesn't fall into the SMART rubric, and that's not right. Wow. That was amazing. And you know, one thing that just came to me while you were talking is one of the things I'm most excited about with the Freedom Journal is the feedback that I'm going to be getting from the people that are actually using it so I can improve it in the second and third and fourth edition. Because I'm not, you know, I have no illusions of grandeur. I don't think the Freedom Journal in its current form is perfect. You know, this is the best that I could do with what I had and the interviews that I've done and the people that I interviewed and the research that I did. But this is always going to be improving. So I'm going to be doing a second, third and fourth edition based off the feedback from people with this first round. And Jordan, this is why I'm actually talking about this right now is because I'm going to be going out to China to the manufacturing plants on a nice little trip for the second printing of the Freedom Journal. And will you come with me? That sounds awesome. When are I you doing you that? I'd love you to come. When are you doing that? We can plan it. We can plan it together. That sounds really cool, actually. I love. I like China. Be prepared, though. You're going to see like eight-year-old kids making your Freedom Journal. <laughs> and if the irony is something you will never forget. Well, I will say this. Um, one thing I'm really proud of, of the Freedom Journal, is we use this amazing company called Proud Doct. And I actually would love to introduce you to Richie Norton. He's such a cool guy. He's the uh, CEO and founder of that company. He's our age. And they just do things right. They're based here in Arizona. They went to China and they searched around the different manufacturing plants. They found one that they loved ethically, that they, they went in, they met people. He did a FaceTime with me while he was in the actual manufacturing plant. So like I got to see the workers that were all there. And there's definitely eight-year-olds doing manufacturing at some places in China, but this was yeah. like a legit manufacturing plan. So he just like did it from beginning to end right. And his company's called Product. They want you to be proud of your product that you're creating. So I may have paid, you know, 25 or 50 cents more per copy, which by the way, is a ton of money when you're printing out 20,000 copies. <laughs> yeah. Like did. yeah. Um, but I did it the right way, thanks to Richie. So that's something I'm really proud of. It's something that I, I think that you know you really would enjoy, and especially we'd love to have somebody that could speak Mandarin. <laughs> yeah, that would be really cool. I've never actually been to a, a Chinese factory. We tried to go, and you have to set that stuff up well in advance because they probably have to. There's government permissions, and frankly, there's probably some that they don't really want you to see for obvious reasons. They think that you're some reporter that's going to like bust them, so they're terrified. But again. Richie's made the connection, so we have this green pass, which is super cool. That is pretty cool. And by the way, that's not the only thing that this book is helping with. A lot of the proceeds go to Pencils of Promise, am I right? Exactly. So that was one thing that was really important to me is, you know, with EO Fire, we've been very fortunate and very successful financially for a number of years now. I mean, our revenue is going to top $5 million in 2015. And I wasn't looking for the Freedom Journal to just be like this another major revenue stream for EO Fire. So I said, like, how can I kind of go from financial success to actual significance in this world and start leaving a legacy? And Jordan, this is something that you and I both spoke on in length at Thrive in Las Vegas, that great conference. And that was, you know, about how to really profit for a purpose and, you know, how to make money matter was the actual tagline. And so you got up and gave a great talk about, you know, what you're doing. And, and I got up and gave a, a talk and I really focused a lot on the Freedom Journal because for me, I want to be significant with this. And I want really to leave a legacy that, that goes much further than just me and EO Fire and, you know, people that are involved in my business. So 
Uh, I had Adam Braun on my show uh, about six months ago, and he's the founder of Pencils of Promise, which is a company that is a killer charity that just figured out how they can build from soup to nuts schools, beautiful schools, fully functioning in developing countries for $25,000. So they found this way to do it efficiently, effectively, and just crush it. So in 2015, I just wrote a personal check for 25K. My school is actually being built right now in Ghana. I just got some pictures like a week ago. It's amazing to see the process. And I'm going to be taking a trip out there to visit. But then with the Freedom Journal, I'm like, how can I even go bigger? So that's why we're launching this uh, uh, Kickstarter campaign that starts on January 4th, 2016 here. And we are completely partnered with Pencils of Promise. And every time we hit a new funding goal with the Freedom Journal, I'm personally writing a check for $25,000 on behalf of Fire Nation to build another school in a developing country. And we're going big. I mean, we're going to be building three, four, hopefully five schools in developing countries through this campaign if we hit our numbers, which we're going to with you know the help and support of, of listeners and, of course, just awesome people like you, Jordan. Yeah, that's awesome. These schools are in Ghana, Guatemala, Laos. Why did you pick those countries? So Adam actually was a backpacker for a large portion of his life. And those are the countries that he personally visited and spent significant time in. So he saw the need form there, as of course, there's a need form in many, many developing countries. But he just kind of like how Richie did in China with the manufacturing plants, Adam made connections with the right people in those countries. So he has, you know, the red tape taken care of. He knows the contractors that aren't corrupt or swindling, and he has a system down there. So the $25,000 is actually going to build a school. It's not like I just wrote a check for $25,000 and like $1,250 finally makes its way to like buy a desk, you know, at some random school because everybody has their hand in the pot. Like that's not it. It goes to build a complete school. So those are the reasons. That's excellent. Yeah, Adam's been on the show, and that's an excellent charity that I do support as well, which is one of the reasons why we're doing this, because I feel like five schools in places where they either don't have them or it's dangerous to get to them or you know, they just don't exist at all is uh, is brilliant. Thanks so much, John Lee Dumas, Freedom Journal. You know, if they're listening in the car, of course, they can click on the show notes, but if they're listening in the car, is there an easy-to-remember place where they can go look at the Freedom Journal? Absolutely. All the magic happens at thefreedomjournal.com. If it's between January 4th and February 5th when you're listening to this, then it's going to take you right to the Kickstarter campaign. We have 35 different reward levels, like killer reward levels, and you can really kind of just check out what works best for you. And, you know, one thing I kind of like to say in closing about the Freedom Journal is, you know, by contributing to this campaign, like you're giving yourself the gift of accomplishing your number one goal, which is a gift that you deserve. But you're also giving the gift of education to those less fortunate. So that's like the combination that we're going for here. Awesome. Thank you very much, man. Thanks, Jordan. Special thanks to John Lee Dumas for this extra little bonus. And remember, the proceeds of the book are for charity. So be sure to check it out. If you enjoyed this one, don't forget to thank John on Twitter. We'll have that linked in the show notes as well as the other resources mentioned on the show. And of course, the book, The Freedom Journal. You can tap our album art in most mobile podcast players to see the show notes right on your phone. I'm also posting a lot on Twitter that never makes it to the show. Articles, insights, and other engagement. I'm at The Art of Charm on Twitter. Remember, bootcamp details for our live programs, bootcamp.theartofcharm.com and The Art of Charm Challenge at theartofcharm.com slash challenge or text charmed to 33444. Special thanks to both the Jasons and to Fogarty for their help in production of The Art of Charm podcast. 
Go ahead, tell your friends, because the greatest compliment you can give us is a referral to someone else, either in person or shared on the web. Now have a great week and leave everything and everyone better than you found them. Thanks for listening to The Art of Charm. Get more confidence, relationship skills, life hacks, and more at theartofcharmpodcast.com.